Hey guys, and welcome to Comic Tube. My name's Leroy. And I'm Anthony. And I'm Lori. How did you get in here? <laughs> oh, I, uh, I snuck onto the set. For those that don't know, I think this is your official, official episode with us now. It is. Because the last one was when we were in the car going to Comic Con. Yes. That was your, um, that was your, 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 your Easter egg intro. But for those that don't know, Lori is our super producer, but also third co-host. It's just that now we have a better schedule and now we can include her. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's crazy how, uh, you know, everybody's schedule is now free because of... <laughs> <laughs> well, now we have all the time in the world. Yeah. So is this our is this our follow-up episode to our virus? Because I feel like our last... We're topical again. <laughs> If, if you think about it, l- l- let's do this, guys. We're, we're, we're topical. And the whole point about us being topical is that last time, season two, first episode, mm-hmm. we we spoke about famous virus outbreaks in the media. Uh-huh. And now, since we're all quarantined at home, why not get to know each other a little better? Yeah. I think that's a great idea. That's a great That's a great idea, Leroy. I like so where you're going what, with this. What, what, so, Anthony, what, what have you been up to during the quarantine? Oh, you know, staying quarantined and uh, getting tested for some uh, good old uh, COVID-19. You know, regular, the usual, the usual. Did, did the results come back yet? No, on Monday. I'll know tomorrow. As this is recorded, it's on Sunday, so I'll know tomorrow. This is this is, this is, this is what we get for talking smack and making fun <laughs> of it. Oh, word? Here. <laughs> but it's just precautionary. It's nothing really. I think I just messed up my, my shoulder and my chest trying to pick up something I shouldn't have. And uh, yeah. That's what I get. But, you know, fun times. Fun times. What about you guys? What are you, uh, you watching so a lot of movies for, during the quarantine? Yeah, that's what we decided to do. We're, every night it's a new family movie night, and we each get to choose what movie we want to watch. We each take turns. And the other day, we actually introduced Arya to the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Wow. And that actually got me thinking, like... I remember when it came out. I remember how excited we were for it because it was the first of, you know, the superhero movies. Mm -hmm. And then I started to think, well, how did I get here? How did I start to like, you know, superhero movies? How did this become a thing? And I kind of backtracked all the way down my life to figure out when was the turning point of actually being into geek stuff. Mm, mm, I like it. And here we are, all of us <laughs> talking to each other. How did we get into geekdom? Which is Oh, the- by the way, for those who are listening, me and Lori are married, so if she said we, she's talking about me as well. I'm just, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah, so Anthony, since you're since you're the older one and for those that don't know, God I've known damn Anthony it. For, <laughs> I've known Anthony for quite a while. We met when we well, I was about what 15 and i was like 10 yeah yeah so you know uh it's crazy right it's crazy how and then, and then i stole your friend <laughs> and then yes and then and then my husband stole you but since you are older <laughs> yes what what when was what was your starting point what got you into this whole geek it's life it's funny like it is it is a, a good question that i it's it's a fascinating question for me at least just self-reflection because when I traced it back, I was like, well, maybe it was in high school. No, maybe it was in middle school. Maybe it was in, you know, uh, elementary. But then I, I actually backtracked it to really me being sick. <laughs> like <laughs> me being sick at a young age. I used to have like really bad asthma attacks, I think starting when I was like six years old. And I used to get sick a lot. So I would stay home most weekends and watch 
a whole bunch of movies, old movies, you know, on Channel 11 here in New York. They would just show movies all the time on the weekends. That was kind of like my entryway into just, I guess, create creative aspect of things. Because I was watching like, I was watching crazy. I went from The Blob to Lethal Weapon to The Goonies to then like all these different like animes that they would show on like different channels that I'd never seen before. And the more I watched it, the more I got into it. But then the more I got into it, I would go back to school. I remember as a kid, you know, telling these other kids about all the stuff that I watched. And they're like, huh? What are you talking about? Like, what is this? And I would be so enthusiastic about it that I wanted to watch more. I wanted to see more. And um, and then that kind of led to like, oh, you know, I have Batman toys and then I have all these stuff. And I was like, oh, let me let me let check comics. Because, again, I was sick, so I couldn't really – if the TV wasn't on, I'd read comic books. And that was my entryway into geekdom where I would collect – I started to collect comics. So for me uh, – and it was Batman first, which is funny because Superman is like my – I would I stole the – Mm, yeah. Hold off on hold oh, off on the movies. details yeah, because yeah. we we still got to break in the other stuff. So no, yeah, let's do, so let's do the general stuff for now. You did the general stuff. General, for now, yeah. So, so general being sick, and I would say about six to seven years old. That's when that was my introduction. Okay, all right. Well, if we're gonna go oldest to youngest, <laughs> you're next. All right. Well, for me, I think I think being a girl, it was harder to kind of get into this geek life because mm. as girls back in the day, we were kind of conditioned to you know, like Barbie dolls and like dolls and that kids have it so good now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so I never knew anybody who, who was into the same things as me. That was a girl. Mm -hmm. And really I got into this because of my brother Mm. and I tried to emulate him growing up and I wanted to be everything that he was and like the same things he did. Mm -hmm. And so when he got comic, when he would buy comic books, um my my stepdad was also a big comic book person and mm-hmm. i kind of told him like i want a comic book and because i'm a girl they thought okay let's get her a barbie comic and i'm like <laughs> okay this is cool and all but i'd rather read something that didn't have to do with barbie having a fashion crisis or having to babysit skipper so can i get one of those cool superhero ones and so my dad introduced me to um the x-men and that was my first official superhero comic and i was probably about maybe eight or nine years old wow um and from there uh he also bought fantastic four for me and yeah that i think kind of started it and even though i still didn't have any girls to talk to about it you know, I would talk to my dad about it. And although my brother didn't want me bothering him, I would probably take his comic books to read when he didn't know. Mm. So, you know, that's that was probably like the, the jump off for me. <clears throat> what so, about you? All right. So let's I'll give a quick origin. But you said but because you guys are already in comics, because I, I had a I had a specific order for this. <laughs> and I guess we were jumping around, which is fine. So origin. So for those listening, we're going to talk about what movie got us into comics uh what movies got us into geekdom excuse me tv shows game comic etc um i'm gonna steal anthony because i think if it wasn't for those channel 11 again from new york city those channel 11 movies Mm -hmm. i wouldn't watch what i watch now yeah you know and and i remember and it's everything every fandom i'm into um halloween it would be horror movies all Mm -hmm. of october channel 11 Mm mm-hmm 
weekends it would be like superman movies like mm-hmm. all of them you know so growing up i think also it's a little bit of everything like my mom would always put on the tv in the background and i liked what they had mm-hmm. so they had the incredible hulk the original luferigno one they had the original star trek you know in the daytime and then at nighttime they aired the new episodes on the weekends of the new star trek you know um but i remember always liking all that sci-fi stuff um and then same thing um i guess watching things on tv made me want to get the comics and made me want to get everything and i would bring it to school and that's that's that, that was it it was it was it was the media that got me into it i guess with me it was mm-hmm. seeing all these things on tv and knowing that they had extra content out there beyond a tv show or a movie mm-hmm. yeah isn't that crazy um <laughs> yeah so let's let's go let's go with movies and we all you know the thing is Every nerd gets into, no matter what anyone says, it's the media somehow, TV or movies is kind of our starting point everywhere. People don't want to admit it, but it's just what it is. Movie-wise, Anthony, what was the movie or movies, even though you lightly touched on it, but is there a particular movie that made you go, all right, this is, there's no going back now, this is the genre that I'm in? Well, okay, so it's really... I would say two movies. I would say the movie okay. the movie that got me into kind of realizing that it's it is a lifestyle in a way cuz we say like geek, being geek be geeky geekdom is like a lifestyle whatever. It's like The Goonies for me. I remember watching that as a kid and they were like a cast of misfits, you know, they all kind of, you know, did their own thing and you know, uh, what is it? Data was like always into like gadgets and everybody had like their their thing that they were interested in. And watching that movie, I was like, again, because going to school, you know, going to school, I I had friends. But like, again, I had this kind of urge to like these particular things that I knew that not everybody did. And with that movie, it was like, it's okay, It's okay, You know, you can you can do that. So watching that movie, I was like, okay, cool. I can be into comics. I can be into video games or whatever. And I'll find my group of friends, just like these group of people found their friends. Uh, so that one kind of gave me the the kind of like, OK, yeah, it's cool to like this. It's not it's not weird or it's not whatever. Um, but the movie, I would say, that got me into, uh, I would say, I guess, I guess in a way, comics and just in general, I would say uh, Christopher Reeve Superman. I remember seeing that uh, as a kid and being like blown away, like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, this is the toy that I had before the, you know, in my hand. And the, here's a man flying in this movie. And. Um, I remember watching that like so many times and again that was just like my introduction to a lot of things to movies to uh, comics to um, you know uh, uh, yeah pretty much (laughs) and then later on other stuff like video games and stuff like that but I would say those two early on were my like my uh, introduction to I guess geeky stuff. I feel like when it comes to, you know, being actually, you know, a self-proclaimed geek like that, I don't think, I think it started on later on in life for me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I was into Goonies like you and I saw Superman, but I don't think it really grabbed me as as early on. Mm-hmm. But I think the movie that really kind of solidified the fact that hey this is this is the kind of stuff that i really really like Mm -hmm. was the first lord of the rings and when that came out oh 
and yeah so even though i kind of like this like like enjoyed the stuff before i think when it came to lord of the rings that's when i became like a really big fan of this culture and and you know we you know i used to go to lord of the rings with you guys like every time a new movie came out yeah. we would all troop there with like all 50 of us yeah i was gonna it ask was, that i think it's lord of the rings was before because harry potter came out in 2001 the first harry potter came out in 2001 ah okay so lord of the rings came out in like 1998 99 no yeah no Yes. No, it was one movie per year. It was no, because I saw Lord of the Rings for the first time with them, and I didn't see Harry Potter until after. Fellowship of the Ring was 2001. I don't think so. Or if it was, it was much earlier in 2001. Let's Christmas time, 2001. No. Christmas, 2001. It couldn't have been Christmas. These movies always came out on Christmas. No, they didn't. What's that? <laughs> What's that say? That's not possible. Well, it, you 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 saying Wikipedia's lying? <laughs> well, it so... says 2001. Yeah, he's right. It says Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring, 2001. Return of the King came out when I was a senior in high school. Three movies, so it was 2001. I graduated 2004. That's crazy. So what was I seeing with you guys? Because I I, could... <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know you at that time. <laughs> no, I could have sworn I remember us being in the lobby looking at the poster for Lord of the Rings. And I'm, being excited about finally watching it. Well, Harry, the poster came out in '99. No. Well, both Harry Potter, both Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings came out in 2001. So well, I mean, well, I, I think, know Harry Potter came out Christmas time of 2001. Yes, and I think Lord of the Rings came out, I think earlier than Harry Potter, because I remember when Harry Potter came out, there was nothing else out. It was just Harry Potter. So I think Lord of the Rings came out maybe a couple of months before. And no, I remember Harry Potter coming out Christmas. But that's what I'm I saying. I think Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings came out before Harry Potter. Um, I don't know what is. Checking right now. Keep talking. Um, yeah, I don't. Oh no, Harry Potter was before Lord of the Rings. Oh, there really? you go. Oh, November. Maybe it was Harry Potter that I saw. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. I remember not seeing Harry Potter with the group. I think Harry Potter I saw separately. So maybe you saw Harry Potter. Maybe I don't know. You know what? By that time, everything was was kind of all coming out together. Yeah. But I do remember that Lord of the Rings was kind of like my first go-to. And I think Harry Potter I saw, maybe Harry Potter I saw, saw later first, on. You saw the first Lord of the Rings in the theater? Yes, That's that awesome. I did. That I did. I saw all the Lord of the Rings in the theater I twice. Saw, I saw the first Lord of the Rings on pay-per-view because I wasn't interested when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember, not no, not pay-per-view, it was stars. And oh, I remember, wow. I'm like, all right, let me watch this movie. It was like Saturday. And it was like, I started watching it, and I go, oh my god, this movie's great, why didn't I see it? And as soon as it was over, part two is now in theaters, and I ran out the living room to my dad, you have to take me to the theater right now. <laughs> as soon as I was done with part one, he's like, huh? And like, in, in Spanish, I'm like, you, you need to, we need to, I need to see this movie. Part two just came out, I just saw part one. And my dad was cool enough, he's like, alright, let's go. And I saw one and two back to back on TV and then in the theater. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, but that's good because then you didn't have to wait like the rest like of the us rest did of where us, we're yeah. suffering. Like, wait, oh, no, 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 no. I had to wait for the third one and <laughs> yeah. suffered, but I became a fan there too. So, I, I, yeah, Lord of the Rings was awesome. See, Lord of the Rings was my, my movie introduction, but Harry Potter was my book kind of Oh, gateway. so maybe that was the difference. Okay. So, uh, okay. 
So the movie didn't cap- capture as much as the book. And as the movie, it was more Lord of the Rings than the book Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> what about... Uh, I'm going to steal your answer, man. Uh, Movie-wise, Superman. Yeah. Superman. And, and it's... Christopher Reeve as Superman was... What I loved is that back in the then, again, Channel 11. Mm-hmm. Channel 11 would play part one... On Monday, part two on Tuesday, part three on, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so forth. Yeah. And I, I loved all of them. I don't care. I will still defend part four. I know people don't <laughs> like it, but it was my introduction. So mm-hmm. I had this guy show up on my TV four movies in a row. Because back then, you know, you didn't have v- VHSs like that. You mm-hmm. know, we didn't have access to movies how we have now. And it was everything from the music to mm-hmm. the colors to mm-hmm. like everything. Mm-hmm. Because, um, yeah, so we really, yeah, Superman, it was Superman. <laughs> um, and then beyond that, I, I mean, I like all the movies, but if there was one movie that got me into it, it was, it was definitely Superman. Superman. Okay. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It it's, it's definitely Superman. It had an impact. It had an impact because at that it time, did. I think at that time to for the, our age group, it was it was like you read if if you had a toy or if you had an inkling of the of this of the comic, this is like it came to life, and you're yeah. like, whoa! And they picked the perfect See, perfect he, guy to play him. He was my first introduction to the character. Period. Mm-hmm. And to this day, that's why Superman is still my number one favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. But if I want to add another movie, um. My first movie that my parents took me to see in the theater was Batman Returns. Ah. And this is why I'm a big DC guy. Mm-hmm. So, I re- and I remember I was five, maybe six, and I remember everything. I remember when my parents took me. I remember where we sat. I remember what theater it was in the Bronx, the one next to Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I remember okay. my dad's reaction when the giant duck inflated. And, you know, my dad was in Spanish. Like, hey, papi, mira, mira, que grande. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, hyping up the movie for me. And I'm like, I see it. It's a giant duck. I get it. See, but I, I think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Combine. I think combined watching Superman at home and watching Batman in the theater. You know, it just kind of combined that whole like, okay, superheroes are cool. This is this is awesome. See, by that time, my geekdom was already in full effect as a kid because after I saw the movie, I had to go to McDonald's to collect all the toys out of the Happy Meals. I was like, I need We're, to get all the toys right now. Superman had Superman had Happy Meal toys? No, Batman. Batman Returns. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the Penguin one when you drove. It had the little umbrella little thing. umbrella, yeah. I had that. I had the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. I had everything. Every, I had to Did get you have everything. the Batmobile that turned into a little motorcycle or yep. a little, uh, you pressed the button and it kind of, yeah. It broke off. Yeah. yeah, yeah the one. front part broke yeah. off. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Because did you have it too? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. That was the coolest Batmobile toy to date. Hell yeah. I also had, I, I think there was also a, uh, a Catwoman toy too, but I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah. I think she had a car too. I just don't remember yeah, what it I was. Yeah, I think she had a car. Because the the ones that they always put in the Happy Meals were always like the ones that they had too yeah, much too much stock of. Yeah. Yep. It was Catwoman in a car. She had a purple car. That's the, with the purple green car. Eyes. That's yeah. Exact, that, that's mm-hmm. the one I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking it up on Google right now. <laughs> Good times. Good times. <laughs> that movie. That movie was big. You know, despite whatever it is, despite people, you know, making fun of Tim Burton for his whimsical woozies mm-hmm. as you call it he he put batman on the map for a lot of nerds yeah you know yeah, he did 
say what you will, but the mainstream does put these things on the map. So, and that is the All introduction right. for a lot of a lot of kids to to that. Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. TV. Mm. Go ahead, Anthony. Mm. TV again. I feel like there were two moments. There were two. <laughs> there's two moments that. Uh, the first one again. I was a little kid. Uh, it was Voltron. It, it was. It's. It's. It's a toss up between Voltron and He Man. But I would say Voltron just because the animation was different from the other cartoons that I was watching at that time, and that was like unknowing to me. That was my first kind of introduction to an, uh, J- Japanese animation. Um, and I liked the Voltron. I liked the cats coming together. Again, I had to, I had to get the toy. Um, and that for me was like, oh, wow, okay, this is, there's something different about how this cartoon looks and how He-Man looks and how all this other things look. So I was very much into that. Um, but like, I guess like later on, I knew like what TV show was me like fully going into being a geek, which was me sitting down watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers again, fast forward, the same kind of style of these <laughs> robots coming, something about robots coming together. But at that age, at that age, I knew there was the difference between like kids my age were already done with that type of show. But I was still like, no, I like this show still. And and that to me was the turning point for me as like, oh, OK, this is like I'm making a choice <laughs> like it's I'm going to watch this. A lot of my friends are like, ah, that's for like kids or whatever. I'm like, nah, this is cool. I'm going to watch it. Um, so those are my two my two uh, TV shows. See, I never got into the Power Rangers like other people, but there were a lot of things I didn't get into like a lot of people. For me, again, it all goes back to my brother. My brother was the older sibling. So Mm. whatever he did, I kind of had to go along with it. Mm. And after a while, it just kind of turned into the things that I like, too. So, Mm. you know, I was into the He-Man and the Transformers and like you know those type of shows yeah um i mean granted you know i still liked my my care bears but for the most part you know we'd sit or watching um well thundercats that mm-hmm. was a big one for us oh, thundercats, yeah. um yeah he-man too i was into that but those those shows from the 80s and, and early 90s those were the ones that i was really into for me anything that was on fox in the 90s oh yeah oh, is how wow. i got into nerddom yeah. And and Power Rangers is included. After watching Batman Returns, the Batman animated series came out. Forget it. Yeah. And that was it. And that and that was that opening will still be embedded in my head. That is still to me. The writing is ahead of its time. You felt bad for these villains. Mhm. And as a kid, mm-hmm. as, as a little kid, I understood that. Mhm. So your the writing was so ahead of its time that as a little kid, I knew Look, this guy ain't all that bad, and Batman's trying to help him. And mm-hmm. yet, you know, like Mr. Freeze or Clayface or Two-Face, you know? Mm-hmm. So Batman, the animated series, really made it for me. Spider-Man and X-Men in the 90s were just oh. superior. Uh, I I like Spider-Man more than X-Men at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't really appreciate the X-Men until I got just a little older. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man for sure... Um, Honorable mentions: The Incredible Hulk, uh, with Lou Ferrigno, um, Star Trek. Oh yeah, you know. Hey, those are not cartoons. TV. Oh, that's true. TV, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said TV. You guys yeah. started with cartoons. I can talk about TV. Good point. Wow. All right, fair. 
That's so, so true. I forgot about the the Lou Ferrigno one. Yeah. Yeah. Did that 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 really that that's music, man. That music. I'm like, oh, I've been. Oh, why? <laughs> so sad. But I remember but, they had like the TV of the week. You know, the TV movie of the week on NBC, and that was one of them. Was like seeing uh, Incredible Hulk on prime oh, yeah. time and and being like, oh wow, this is a like a a fic, you know a comic book. TV show being primetime. You know, and also, I mean, I saw the Adam West. Like, my mom, it's weird yeah. because my mom put on all these things for me. And now she wonders why I'm into the stuff I'm into. And I'm like, you do know that you put that on for me as a kid. <laughs> I don't think she knew what she was doing. I think she just, all right, here, just shut up and go over there. I mean, she wouldn't say that. But, you know, like, kind of like for me to kind of, you know, be, do something at home. Yeah, she just put on these things for me, and I gravitate to them. But also honorable mentions: Thundercats, mm-hmm. He-Man. You know, I grew up with all this. Yeah, and I think all that combined that that was that was it. But mm-hmm. Spider-Man and and Batman and X-Men, the cartoons in the nineties. That's what it still stands the test of time. If you watch those episodes now, man, it's, it's they're great. still good. And what an achievement um, at that time to do that. You know, to there were so many other comic book. Uh, there were, actually there wasn't that many, and to have them back to back, along with Batman at that time, uh, was like the beginning of what we what we have now. Where it's like there's so many good, uh, you know, comic based TV shows or or whatever. But back then it was like imagine at one point in time as a kid you had Batman, Spider Man, and X Men all at the same time. Do you remember? I remember the first crossover I saw that I lost my mind. And it oh, was in the cartoons. Yeah. It was yeah. the Spider-Man episode where he joined <laughs> up with the X-Men. With the X-Men, yeah. And I'm just like, what? And then the first time you saw Superman and Batman on the same screen together, mm-hmm. that was another one for me. I'm like, huh? When they announced <laughs> Justice League, it was like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, I was. Oh, I love Justice League. That was so good. Again, but I, I consider all that a part of Batman because the writers from Batman went to write Superman and then those writers went to write Justice League. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, everything's in the same continuity. Because Justice League talked about stuff that would happen in the original Batman cartoon. Mm-hmm. Moving on to gaming. Mm. So gaming is a part of nerd culture these days, as any as a lot of us know now. Any particular game that really jump-started you into... It doesn't have to be a video game. It could be any game. But any, any particular game that really got you more into the culture. Uh... For me, it didn't take that much. It was uh, Atari when I played Atari. <laughs> Atari got me into games. I was like, what is this thing? I get to press buttons and stuff happens. And it's like watching uh, 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 these animations come to life and I control it. I'm sold. Done. I'm, I'm part of this world now. Uh, just whatever whatever games come out, I'm I'm good. I'm sold. And then when Mario Brothers came out, I was like, oh, Even that's e. it. Even E.T., as bad as that was. As bad as that was, I was like, I can control E.T. keep falling down this pit and uh, him just making me go crazy. This is the effect video games has on me. I'm sold. Let's do it. <laughs> the effect of throwing this game in the trash after playing it for two times. Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Let's let's do this. <laughs> but for, yeah for me it was that after after that I, you know i played every atari game that i could bad or good and then when the nintendo system came out i was already sold i was like i'm i'm good this is gonna be for the rest of my life whatever games come out i'll play it it's funny because uh i got into gaming because of atari as well and that was our first gaming system and we had pac-man and we had uh galaga and 
you know, all those games and my brother and I would love to play them. And of course, because he was older, he always got first dibs. <laughs> and because he was older, he also got all the gaming systems. So despite the fact that I was really into gaming, I didn't get my first official gaming system until the N64, which Anthony, you helped me go buy. Oh, that's right. We went to Chinatown to go <laughs> get that. To Chinatown. <laughs> And by that time, the PS1 was already out. And mm -hmm. <laughs> but that was my first official gaming system. And that was because, again, hanging around Anthony and, and that whole crew, mm -hmm. I got into playing Perfect Dark. Yep. And they also were the ones who first introduced me to D&D. &D. Mm -hmm. And the, that was a whole like new world for me. <laughs> and it was something that I'm like, holy crap, I didn't know I needed this in my life. <laughs> and I was obsessed. I loved it. I I loved, you know, and making up my character and mm -hmm. I loved, you know, playing with you like all of you and it was just a blast and hysterical. Yeah. Um and then from there you guys also introduced me to Magic the Gathering. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I I kind of have like this progression of like games and and as I got older, it was just new things that were introduced to me that I didn't know anybody else but you guys who mm -hmm. were into this stuff. So it was kind of a lonely road for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how I got into all types of gaming. And, and man, I'm I'm such a hardcore gamer now. It's ridiculous. I forgot about that, that we went to Chinatown to get you that N64. <laughs> <laughs> I totally so forgot about that. And I still have that. I still have that system. And you I do? Just that one game. Wow. Because that's the only reason why I wanted it. I just wanted that one game. Wow. I think we all had similar. I'm younger than you guys, so I didn't have an Atari. I don't even know what an Atari was until I was in, in junior high. But my first gaming system I remember was Nintendo. And I think like a lot of people my age, it was uh, Super Mario Brothers. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of what what it was i had other games that i don't remember and i never really got into it it was more like all right my parents got me this because it's mario cool i didn't start developing my gaming habits until my first game boy ah okay. and i remember with my first game boy i had two games that i played a lot and it was again mario it was super mario land 2 the six golden coins and nice. legend of zelda link's awakening ironically i'm actually replaying the remake right now on the switch it's my favorite <laughs> and i'm showing Lori all these they're like oh look it's all you know and she's just like what the hell i'm like i oh, see so cute now uh they made everything cute when link's awakening came out it was a little scary even though it was like a, a two flat d because you you had skulls you had monsters all this stuff and i'm playing this remake and i'm like why are these that's supposed to be a skeleton, not like a cute little monster. Like, what did you do? Fine, I get it for kids, but I digress. And then from there, uh, my parents were very stingy and they didn't want to get me a system until PlayStation. And with PlayStation, my first two games was a wrestling game, which is WWF Raw, because I was into wrestling at the time, as I am again now. Mm -hmm. And the other one, um, I guess I started with, uh, what was it? Mega Man Legends. It's the 3D oh, nice. one. Uh, we're talking yeah. about a previous episode that we did again. Oh, look at that. But <laughs> but from there, I got into Metal Gear. From there, I started gaming. I started looking into it. So Resident Evil, all that stuff. But gaming-wise, it's that. I didn't get into Magic the Gathering until I worked at Bulletproof Comics. So that wasn't until like about five years ago. No. Mm. 
No, way more than that. Seven, eight years? Wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I'm like, five years ago, we just met. I know. I forgot. I just can't <laughs> keep track of time. But but 2012, 2012 is when I got into when I got into Magic the Gathering. Um, it's expensive, so I didn't continue yeah. that passion. I just stayed with the current deck, and that was it. I'm like, all right, I spent over $100 in this. I'm, I'm done. I went backwards, but after PlayStation, then I got a Super Nintendo and all that stuff, but... You get I, I just beat Super Metroid for the first time like last week, so I'm a little <laughs> late for certain things, but that's about it. But that's a good with games in general. Is like if, if is a game is a classic, you can play it at any time and it'll still yeah. be good, mm-hmm. you know, it's regardless still... of the graphics or anything like that. Oh yeah, I still play Super Mario like the original one, and I'm still like loving it, and I still die horribly. I've never beaten that game. <laughs> Out of all the video games I've ever beaten, I still cannot beat Super Mario One. Me neither. Oh, I tried. Wow. You know what it is? It's that last board because it's a yeah. maze. So you have to jump mm-hmm. up to the right, you know, to the right platform at the right time. And it's like mm-hmm. I always I always ran out of time and died. It didn't matter if I had 99 lives or what. And I'm just, you know what? F it. That kind of for me, that kind of segues to even more geekdom in video games where I would get Nintendo power just any time that a video game came out. I would get the magazine subscription. So oh, yeah. No, we had the magazine subscription, to too. And the great thing about Nintendo power was when um, Super Mario Brothers three came out. Nintendo power always had like the little secrets that you can do. Oh, and, yeah. And to this day, I still remember all the secrets because of the fact <laughs> that I would like. I would just sit around the Nintendo Power just reading it, trying to figure everything out, and it was great. I know all the secrets to the Ninja Turtles. I know how to beat Super Shredder, <laughs> but I never had oh. the game. <laughs> <laughs> but I never had. So here I have this knowledge. I know how to beat Super Shredder. I don't even know which game that is. I don't know if it's Turtles in Time or Part 2, but I know how to beat Super Shredder. So wow. there's that. Well, now we can play the game, and now you can. I don't know which one it is. (laughs) You're gonna have to play all the turtle games now. We have to find all of them, and then find Super Shredder. Like, oh, I know how to beat (laughs) him. Yep, deal with the Ninja Turtles waterboards all over again, and that anxiety. Yeah, that was horrible. Arcades kind of got me into into that world too. Like, I remember going as a kid, going to arcade games and playing the Turtles in Times and the Simpsons arcade and that too. Like, that was see uh, the only thing I remember about the Simpsons arcade game was that. I think, what was it? Lisa could go on Bart's shoulders and then he could swing Lisa around like a fucking bat. Yeah. And then Marge had like a vacuum cleaner that she would beat people with. Yep. And that's it. That's oh. all I re- remember. Homer, had, that the, Homer had the bowling ball. Oh, okay. And him and Bart Marge, they would. Skateboard. But I think I, before oh, that's like right. video games. I had a jump rope, I think. Yeah. I... And those were like, before video games, those were like my, my go to, the arcades. Yeah. Arcades. Like, you know, arcades got me into Street Fighter. But it also made me mm. hate Mortal Kombat. Oh, see, it made me love Mortal Kombat, and I didn't care for Street Fighter. See, I was backwards. Like, I didn't know how to play <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I got my ass kicked all the time. I'm like, I hate this game. This game's stupid, and I hate this this Liu Kang guy's an asshole. So, <laughs> F him. So, when I played Mortal Kombat 5 and he died before you press start, yeah, good for him. <laughs> Dick. See, the, the Mortal Kombat, like, it solidified my love for... Uh, Sub Zero, which I think a lot of people really love Sub Zero, but oh, yeah, yeah. he was just so awesome. And yeah. plus, it was so it was so brutal and like for 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 a video game at the time, it was very brutal and very graphic, just like blood spewing all over the place. It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was. 
I, I remember was, junior high. People loved drawing the dragon. They knew how to draw it. Oh, I did I too. I, I was one of those. Elementary school. I didn't know how to draw it. <laughs> I knew how to draw it. <clears throat> Not very well, but I drew it. I liked um. I like Street Fighter. All right, let's go to the last one. Well, not the last one. The one I have, and then we guys can add on more. Comic. Is there mm. a comic that got you jump-started? See, that that was always a good question because I did, like Lori, I did have, like, an older person kind of introduce me, like, into comics. Mm. And I remember him giving me, at the time, and I wish, and I, I tell people this story all the time, and I wish, I wish... I was into comics, but I didn't know how to take care of comics when I was that age. He gave me a first uh, print edition of when Spider-Man was held in the uh, tube with the black suit and he met the Fantastic Four. Mm. Uh, Excellent condition when he gave it to me. I read it all a bunch of times. I was like, wow, comics are great. Like, this is this is great. You know, pictures and words and all this stuff. And I look, I looked at it the other day. Well, not the other day, like maybe ten years ago, and it was, it's like <laughs> totally destroyed. But I was like, damn it, I should have preserved it. But that was, you know, he gave that to me as a birthday gift. I, I was kind of, I knew about comics, but I wasn't really into it. But that, when he gave that to me, I was like, oh wow. And then after that, I learned about Batman, and I continued more on to Batman than than the Marvel stuff. So, uh, but that was like the first one where I was like, oh yeah, 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 I, I wanna, I want more of this. I wanna read more of this. For me, again, going back to how I started, uh, yeah, my my stepdad got me, you know, into X-Men and Fantastic Four, but it was never um, something that, like, I continued with. It wasn't something that, like, I had to get every issue every week or anything like that. So I only had, like, three or four of them of each. Um, And it honestly, if I'm being honest, it wasn't until I got with Leroy. He started me off with, um, it was Civil War, because that's mm. when the actual movie was coming out. And he was like, you need to read the comic. And I remember crying because I was like, oh, my God, why did they have this in the movie? Like, it was so much sadder than the movie. Um, and then and then I started reading Rebirth. But, yeah, the DC <laughs> Rebirth, he, you know, I started reading those. Granted, we've kind of fallen behind. But, you know, I, I the point is I didn't read comics until he came along. Like, really read them. Com- all right, comic-wise, you guys are going to laugh at me. I had the special Spider-Man comic from the 90s. The That comic, if you remember. The special comic where he got touched by someone, where it tells you if someone touches you the wrong way, please what? let an adult know. Yeah, 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 I have that what? comic. How did you get that comic? I think someone gave it to me in fifth grade. I think it was one oh. of those like school things where I-, I don't know how I got my hands on it. Okay, so, I was about to say, if you went to a comic book store, that was the one that you picked as a kid. It's like, what? That was interesting. So you read that and you're like, hey, this Spider-Man guy seems like a swell guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I, I was already watching the cartoons, but it just threw me off. But but it was weird because as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, I already know that if someone touches me to, you know, let an adult know, I guess. <laughs> so... <laughs> It was just so weird. And then there was another story in there with the Fantastic Four with this little girl who her father did stuff to her. And I'm here. I'm here in fourth grade like, all right, comics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Comics, they deal with depressing issues. They were depressing, but I knew, unfortunately, not a lot of people know this. But I knew at the time, like, yeah, this is not, these are things that we should all know, you know, like, this, this is true. Like, if someone harms you, yeah, let someone know. So, 
Respectfully speaking, it's funny now because I'm just like, why did I have that? You never know if a kid needed that comic, sadly that's enough, true. in this world. You know, I that's hate true. to say it. But that being said, okay, that's the comedy side, how I got into them. <laughs> there are two issues. One that I like that I'll always remember, and I spoke about it online. Gargoyles had a comic where Broadway, was it? Where Broadway yeah. had a date with a vampire. And I, I just remember that detailed so much because I'm like, wow, why isn't... That's the first time where I read a comic and I go, why isn't this an episode in the TV show? And yeah. Broadway went on a date with a girl vampire and something happened when the sun came up and she died, but he turned to stone. It was it, it was just like really messed up. And I'm like, whoa, okay, there is a theme here. Messed up comics. Got it. <laughs> so there was that. I, I don't know if you ever remember the, the Gargoyles comics, guys? No? I do not. No? Anthony? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that issue? No, I don't remember that issue. It was like issue number four. I mean, if I find that comic, I'm, I'm buying it. But <laughs> there was that. But if there was one comic that really got me into buy all these comics, it was in college. Because at that point, mm. by the time I got to college, I already saw all these shows. Uh, Smallville, you know, the Batman cartoons, everything was just out. So I'm like, all right, I need, you know, I need more source material. But I just, you know, um, I was in college, I walked into a store, it was the first time me ever walking into a comic store, and I started picking, and I picked up, it was the first issue, uh, Green Lantern Rebirth. Um, it was how Hal Jordan came back to life. And I picked up just that series, so every month I would go in and buy that one series, and then after that was done, I'm like, okay, that's cool, and then after that they came out with the sequel to Crisis on Infinite Earths, Infinite Crisis, and they're like, alright, well, read this. I'm like, okay, fine, and I'm reading that, and by the time that story was over and all the Earths merged, I'm like, I need to know what happens everywhere, so that's when I started buying my Batmans, my all that, and then, similar to you, uh, Civil War was my first big story in Marvel, and that's how I got into it, but it was a little bit before when Spider-Man got the Iron Suit, so I got into comics around 2005. 2006. Okay. Wow, so you're a late bloomer. Well, well, <laughs> buying them because at the time my parents, because whenever my parents got me comics, they would get me like, all right, here's a, a comic. Issue. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, all right, but I want to know what happened to Spider-Man. All right, here's another one. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with what happened before. <laughs> like, this is like, I want to know what, ha like uh, an example is they got me Maximum Carnage number six. You know, what the story. happened before? What happened? And it's real so random. I don't know what happened before or after. And I'm just like, well, what happened? They're like, mira, aquí, three Spider-Mans and one issue. Go, take it. Yeah, Enjoy. yeah. The same thing happened with Spider-Man 2099. They got me three issues of Spider-Man 2099. None of them continued. And I remember the one the one cool Spider-Man 2099 that I loved, it was like Venom 2099. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Again, had no idea. It ended with... um. Miguel O'Hara finding out who it was and it's like you and I'm like oh my god who is it who's you and, and again <laughs> and then the next comic my parents got me was a Hulk 2099 he had three toes oh my god <laughs> so, <laughs> see I guess I was lucky in that sense because my stepdad was already a comic book collector so he knew how to you know buy stuff in order I just I, I didn't get the stuff in order. My, my, my dad accidentally got me a porn comic without realizing it. And I, I remember reading it like, why are they naked? <laughs> oh, he got and you it wasn't one of those. Yeah. A, it wasn't a porn magazine. It was just, it was no. just weird. It was so weird. I'm not even going to go into details. I, I was just so horrified. When, when we're done recording, I'll tell you guys what it was, cause it was. I remember reading that comic. I'm in fourth grade and I'm like, why did you get me this? <laughs> and my dad again he's like hey there's a bunch of comics at the store here you go I'm like yay and I read it and I'm like 
Boobs. This is for adults. <laughs> it's like, look, it's a Viking and a and a and a very uh, other woman Viking, and they're doing something. Look, I wish it was fun. that. That's how bad it was. All right, I wish it was that. All right, anything else that you guys want to mention that uh got you into uh the nerd dumps? Uh, I don't want to. I mean, there's nothing really that I need to add on in terms yeah. of what got me into the nerd dumps, but. Mm-hmm. I feel like this day and age, it's so much easier to be a part of it mm-hmm. because the internet kind of allows people to find other people who like the stuff or, yeah. you know, do more research into the stuff or even read or watch the stuff. Whereas back in the day, it's like, you know, we're kind of limited in how yeah. we get our information. So if mm-hmm. we didn't have somebody buy it for us or if we didn't know anybody who was into the stuff, then yeah. we were kind of left to our own devices like okay mm-hmm. but i and i'm glad for that because seeing how Arya's into it and john's into it and it's everywhere and then mm-hmm. you know even Arya's getting me into anime and leroy they're getting me into anime which i've never been a part of before but you know i just i i love the fact that Arya is a geek and it's acceptable and mm-hmm. she has a lot of friends who are geeks as well. And mm-hmm. I, it was something that I wish that I had growing up because I didn't have that. I had like two friends, but I had two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had, I had one friend and the one friend didn't, wasn't into that stuff. And, and it, wasn't until I, it wasn't until I became friends with Anthony and, and all of those people that, mm-hmm. you know, I really started exploring other geek stuff. Uh, it's so true because this back in the day was it was like I said the journey for me was like every time I would get into something geeky, the amount of friends that I would be able to talk to that about shrank. <laughs> it was like yeah. oh I have all these friends about this and what about wrestling? What you watch that? Okay, well now that shrinks. Hey, what about comics? What you read that? Okay, now that shrinks even more. Um, which in a way at the time was like you kind of knew who your your clique was or your friends were, but it's just yeah. like Lori said, it's like you always felt like it was a, a a struggle to find those other people. And if and it you was, weren't the type to go to conventions, especially me, I never r- really went to a convention until way later on in life. Now with the internet, it's, it's, it's made it so popular because so many people now are able to be like, yeah, I like it too. Yeah, me too, me too. See, it's okay. It's I remember... Okay. I remember going to the Comic Con because it's like I like comics and now there's a thing. Yeah, I'm going. I went. I went. I've been going since day one for New York specifically. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't missed one yet. Uh, I I kind of missed the first one, but then I went to the next year. But still, it's always been like my favorite place ever. I always say people our age, people who were our age in junior high are in charge now, and that's why it's more acceptable. This is true. Right. The people yeah, who true. were in junior high are now marketing heads at Hot Topic. You know, d- despite what the goths say, you know, you have a marketing head in Hot Topic that's like, what did I like when I was a kid? I like this. And now there's this. Let's do mm-hmm. that. It's all mm-hmm. out there. Um, so it's it's more it's more acceptable now because people grew up and it's like, hey, this is it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Um, and it's taken over everything. Like you said, they're in charge now. So it's everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. So it's a bit more of a pop culture, kind of a trendy to some people. But it's more it's more acceptable because of that. So, I mean, that's that's how we found each other. That's how everybody finds their friends. And so uh, just like you guys who are listening to us, we would love to hear from you and see what you uh, what was your introduction to geekdom. As always, you can... Uh, do that by going to our facebook page or if you just want to listen to us you can find us on all of the 
the podcast <laughs> outlets out there is either iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. Add um, us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook. We're all there. Just type in comic tube, you'll find us. Come join us. We're all we're all getting friendly. We want more friends. So come on, join us and uh, we thank you for listening to us and uh, we'll we'll see you again next time.